Welcome to Wondersoul again. It's another installment of Monster Movie Madness here at Wondersoul. All spooky soul season in October. I'm your host, Lucas. Uh, previously, we have talked about and discussed uh, two other Universal Classics or Universal Studio Classics. Uh, the Wolfman and the Invisible Man. So please go back and check those out. But today, in this episode, in this installment, we're talking about The Mummy. 1932 Mummy, to be exact. I think that's easy to get very confused with numerous reboots, rehashes, uh, remasters, whatever, re-something. They've done them. They did one recently and it sucked. Sorry. If you're a fan of the 2017 The Mummy starring Tom Cruise and you thought this was the movie we were going to be talking about, I am here to disappoint you. I apologize though. Um, I really wanted it to work. It's not that I didn't want the dark universe to become a thing. Maybe we will still get that. I mentioned that in The Invisible Man episode so go back and listen to that one but here we're talking about the 1932 the mummy this is a film starring boris karloff if you're sitting there walking doing whatever you're doing thinking to yourself who in the hell is boris karloff well i am here to let you know that he was the monster in Frankenstein, which we haven't talked about just yet. I think I'm going to be bundling some of the remaining monsters, maybe into one jam-packed episode, but stay tuned for more details on that. Um, But when we do talk about Frankenstein, in both The Frankenstein and The Bride of Frankenstein, we're going to mention this actor because he was the star. And so he is our mummy in The Mummy. And uh, here's a quick synopsis on The Mummy that you can find on imdb.com or the mobile app where I get a lot of information for these movie reviews. And I also take time to rate and uh, give a review for some of these movies that we talk about on the podcast. So I encourage you guys to check out these films or any film or show that we talk about here on the podcast here at Wondersoul. And go check out the IMDb app. And, uh, yeah, have a ball. Get your get your opinion out there if you want. Why not? So, <laughs> anyways, The Mummy, 
is about a resurrected Egyptian mummy that stalks a beautiful woman that he believes to be the reincarnation of his lover and bride. So, now that you know what the movie's about, when it came out, who stars in this movie, this is where we get to sit back and just kind of talk and reflect about the movie itself. Um, I'm going to be honest. Um, I've seen all of these movies maybe more than once for sure on a couple of them. But The Mummy I hadn't really seen. I think I actually saw it for the first time last year when I got this uh, six-film pack of the Universal Studio Monster movies on DVD. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. This is one of those monster movies that... um, I understand why people like it, and I understand why people might not like it. And I can see both sides of the the argument here, if you want to call it that. But I will say that this isn't bad at all. This is still a classic, and there are many reasons for it to be a classic. But I think, especially when you're viewing some of these older films, um, early 30s, 40s, um, you know, there are going to be those, um, tropes in cinema that haven't aged well, um, or may not be what modern viewers find, I don't know, exciting, scary, or whatever these movies were at that time. So with The Mummy, um, here's where I wrote down some things while watching the movie. One of the things that I like about this film, and I think most people could appreciate at least, is the atmosphere. Um, I am a sucker for Egyptian anything. Uh, Ancient Egypt is very appealing, and I think there's a lot of cool uh, history there and just the whole aesthetic. Well, this movie does a really good job with that, uh, presenting uh, the mummy and just the locations and settings. The vibe itself is pretty creepy. Um, there's not a lot of music in this film. Um, now, there are a lot of moments where the silence actually plays a role in the film, in a sense where it's like a character in itself. You know, you're, you're just left looking at all the visuals, and there's some spooky visuals for sure, especially for the time. And... Um, But everything plays a part in being this complete, nice, horror-vibed atmosphere as far as just the looks and the sounds of the film, even the lack of sounds in the film. Um, Boris Karloff is a legend. Uh, The man just, uh, when he's given the opportunity, he was just synonymous with the frankenstein monster uh just his body structure face and everything um you know this is no insult to the man uh nothing but respect for boris karloff but i mean the guy could pull off these very chilling bone tingling uh you know appearances and you didn't really have to do like too much with them you know like, the makeup here in The Mummy, uh, I read where it took about eight hours. Uh, all these films have probably insane prosthetics or makeup. 
of some degree. Maybe not Dracula so much. I don't think so. Um, it'd be interesting once we watch that film and talk about that. So stay tuned for that. Um, but you know, he, you know, Boris probably went through a lot when he was doing the Frankenstein, uh, and the Bride of Frankenstein. And, um, you know, he doesn't do a lot of talking though, but his facial expressions, his movement and body language are just chilling, even as the mummy. Um, and, and in this role, he's given the opportunity to speak. And I thought that was very interesting because uh, before Frankenstein, Karloff was really a no-name from what I've heard. Uh, you guys can fact check me on that. But I don't think he really had his big break. Um, but The Mummy actually comes out a year after um dracula and frankenstein which were big hits for universal studios um plus they were also based off of um books so the mummy was kind of a risk for the studio there were some things going on in the real world as far as um uncovering some tombs and things related to uh the source material <laughs> the mummy in egypt and mummies and in, in general uh and tombs and maybe even curses but um so they inspired this film, and so they kind of took an opportunity there. But as far as marketing, they didn't really have to do much because Karloff had become kind of a sensation after Frankenstein. So when they uh, were advertising The Mummy, like if you look at the poster, uh, it's pretty much like they were going off of his name to sell the film. <laughs> and it works. I mean, I think he did a really good job. Um, if you've seen any version of the mummy, there's usually the same um, kind of character as far as who the mummy is. Um, he's basically just in his wrappings in the beginning. And the reveal is pretty cool, but it's actually kind of anticlimactic. Like, you don't see him do anything. He kind of just wakes up, grabs his rolls, and strolls out the door, leaving that guy like laughing hysterically and um, <laughs> just losing his mind. Uh, but then we, when we see the mummy, he's kind of like in disguise. Like, uh, I think they've explained it. I don't know if they did it in this one, but I know in newer versions of the mummy, which I'll reference probably a couple times in this, uh, episode, uh, like he feeds off of the living in some way to regenerate and to put himself back together because these monsters, uh, most of the monsters in Universal Studios um, are like the undead, like the resurrected. Dracula is the undead. Frankenstein is a monster literally put together, made up of other body parts, and then brought to life. Now you have the mummy, and he's, um, you know, and his backstory is kind of fucked up. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I understand that, uh, you know, at that time in 1932, yeah, this movie came out in 1932, so... Some of the visuals and some of the things that they were playing with as far as the story and what, what the the whole um, situation with the mummy, like what, what happened with him, how he, he broke some laws back in ancient Egypt uh, and basically was sentenced to death, but they buried him alive and, you know, in other incarnations of this story. They cut off his tongue. They dropped, like, those beetle things on him. And they, you know, a bunch of horrific stuff. Being buried alive is a fear in itself. That just would be terrifying um, to be wrapped up. Um, 
so the mummy is just like a walking zombie that also I think possesses some magical capabilities um, we have the mummy in this film doing curses and stuff um, and I think those are interesting um, he for someone like Boris Karloff who is a physical intimidating person no matter what as as the monster in Frankenstein or even this character um, he doesn't really pose any physical threat though he's doing curses he's making people like um, do what he says put the he puts people in trances he hypnotizes people he's making people have heart attacks I think even like but he's doing everything from a distance or with his crazy glare which is iconic if you ever look up the mummy on Google uh, you will probably see that image of Boris Karloff just looking into your soul and that's like just one example of the visuals of the movie that I found very appealing um, something very interesting about this movie though is that there are no sequels like any other mummy movie from the Universal Studios uh, was more of like a reboot um, they kept using elements um, especially story elements and add in a lot more humor and even action because that's one complaint that I know I had with the film and others might um, it's pretty slow it, there's there are a, a few memorable scenes that really stick out at the beginning and even at the end but it just kind of feels like the pacing is pretty yeah just kind of getting us there very slowly and i'm just uh not a big fan of that <laughs> I mean, I love uh, a build-up. I love that. And you don't have to constantly be throwing stuff at me. But, you know, the the mummy as a character is probably one of my least interesting um, monsters, I guess, out of the, the five. Because there's, there's six movies that we're going to talk about. One's a sequel, though. Um, but there's like only five monsters. I know there's other ones like the creature from the Black Lagoon and other ones like that. And we'll get into those some other, uh, you know, Halloweens. But uh, as far as the mummy as a character in this version of him, just not very intimidating. Very old, wrinkly man. Just I know he has magic and curses, but we don't really get to see him use those up close. And... Um, you know, it, it just was like, yeah, I feel for you, man. Like, basically, he's trying to get back with the love of his life. And he believes this girl in the movie is like a reincarnated version of a princess back from ancient Egypt. And there's spooky, weird moments with her, like, as far as, like, the trance and her, like, when she when she's under uh, the mummy's spell and she gets that blank, uh, like, stare, like, she, it's kind of creepy, especially in that black and white aesthetic. Uh, and she does a pretty good job. Heard I, I heard that she and the director did not get along. So I've been trying to look for like moments. Like how, how good of an actor are you to work for somebody that you absolutely can't stand and put out a, a performance? And the person that's getting the performance out of you is the person you can't stand. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep like i'm gonna try to look for that in the future and you guys tell me if you pick up on anything um 
but yeah it's 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 a love story you know there there is that element and, and it reminds me a lot of dracula and yes this movie has a lot of similarities with the movie uh as far as certain uh, actors are in this film like the guy who plays van helsing in dracula uh he's actually the one the doctor in here and there's certain story elements that are very similar um and then once we talk about dracula maybe after you watch the mummy or after you listen to this episode we, we'll go into more depth with that um in the dracula episode as far as the comparisons to the mummy because the mummy came out after and maybe with the success of Dracula and Frankenstein and with them using a unique idea as far as the concept for the monster and the, the story in general, they, they wanted to pick up uh, certain elements. Um, now, the director was the cinematographer, I think, on Dracula. And, and so there's a lot of ways and reasons why those two films are, you know, identical in a lot of ways. But... Um, yeah what else is there to talk about the you know like i said it's slow but it's creepy uh i do dig the atmosphere um if anything characters i'm like whatever about honestly like the support cast and 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 as much as i love boris the the mummy just doesn't freak me out i mean i i don't know it just the personality wasn't there but i mean i get what they were going at and i understand why people would like him though especially back in the day and there's a reason why these are classics so i i take that in consideration and and you know everything certain things never age well and certain things just do and that's why they make them timeless i think you have to be in a certain like um i don't know setting atmosphere uh mindset to to really sit down with an older film or or, or anything uh, you know like nostalgia is pretty big and every time i go back to something that i was nostalgic for like i don't know like i understand why i thought this was really cool uh at the time but it felt like it's a little clunkier or missing something now and that's kind of how I look at some of these films. But, you know, I, I can just fall in love with, like, the whole idea and the concept. I put myself in the position of, like, what audiences must have felt and thought at, at this time when seeing these uh, images and monsters and performances at the time. So I try to, like, distance myself from that. But still, like, The Mummy, I think, even if I had watched it back when it first came out uh, in 1932, I would have probably not liked it still uh as much as the other ones uh so i give this a six out of ten so i think at its core it's uh, it, it is uh, a good movie but it's not the movie for me i like a slow movie every now and then but you have to give me enough and i think that the the just the setup felt too familiar you know to dracula and i dracula is one of my favorites you're gonna hear me talk about that and, and, you know, I even have grown to appreciate uh, the Wolfman and the Invisible Man over this. This will probably be my lowest rated out of the Universal Studio Monster movies. And, and I, I know I kind of was talking praise for it and just kind of building more of it up than what my rating is and my, you know, final thoughts. But like I said, I, it, it is good. It's just not the movie for me as far as what I look for 
in a monster movie uh, like the ones that we have here to you know talk about uh, and plenty of other ones throughout history you know so it's like some people like Chucky from Child's Play some people like Jason Voorhees from Friday the the 13th I mean it's just different tastes and the mummy it probably is something that spooks people out uh, it's probably a storing character that people really, really, really enjoy more than some of the ones that I like. But, you know, you guys let me know what you think. Uh, how would you have rated The Mummy? Uh, have you seen it? Are you going to watch it? Uh, and if so, uh, let me know what you guys think. And get ready for some more installments. Uh, let me know. I, I've been tossing around. Uh, I might just do Dracula and then I might just pair Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein or I might just do all three. Um, it just depends. You guys let me know what you guys like. If you like these individual specific ones that we've been doing, I think we might just stick with that. But I've been tossing up different ideas. We can always change different stuff. But hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If I left anything out, uh, you guys let me know. I'm no film expert or critic. I just watched the movie and sat down and talked about it. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so other than that, uh, either way, I still enjoy doing this. I still enjoy talking to you guys and just uh, watching these films and getting into the Halloween spirit. Uh, in the next years to come, doing Wonder Soul, I hope to venture throughout, uh, you know, horror movie history. And I think starting here with the classics, like I've said in previous installments, like, these monsters, these movies and stories uh, mean a lot to me and played a core role in me getting into things like sci-fi, horror, fantasy, and stuff like that. Um, and got me really into like the, the time of Halloween and the season that we're in right now. So anyways, I hope you guys are enjoying your October or whenever you're listening or watching this. Uh, thank you for supporting Wonder Soul, and, and until the next time we talk, which will more than likely be Dracula. Yes, Dracula. And I actually, there's a lot, <laughs> like I like a couple of the Dracula movies, but we are going to be talking about the original, okay, the OG. So prepare yourself, watch it before that episode comes out. And just a few other announcements before we wrap up this episode. Go check out everybody uh, on Twitter on instagram the next wave group uh, of podcasters that's just an amazing group of people that support each other each have their own individual podcasts or creations that are just awesome very unique and we have a lot of variety so check all that out uh follow us uh as we adventure through resident evil 4 on the twitch and youtube channel of wonder soul or i think on Twitch, our channel is The Wonder Soul. But yeah, be sure to hang out with us there as we stream throughout the month of October playing one of the Resident Evil classics. Um, and yeah, what else? Oh, uh, Wonder Horror Special is going to be coming out before Halloween. So I'm going to try to get that out a couple days before. And also, Wonder Sounds Volume 6 is coming out this month. I, I had this feeling that i will be doing wonder sounds once a month so just try to keep me on that as we move forward into november and december the holidays i know are busy for everyone so um let me just go ahead and make the note of that now real quick 
uh, you know, we'll see how the holidays deal with release schedules. I'm really trying to get something very consistent for you guys as far as shows, topics, and uh, formats and releases. So, uh, yeah, open to everything. And you can let me know on Podchaser. Uh, look up the Alternate Reality Radio uh, podcast group and list there. You'll find a lot of the podcasts from the next wave that I was talking to you about. And you'll find one or so. So, rate and review each individual episode or even just the podcast as a whole that helps us get discovered to new listeners and if you are a new listener thank you for sticking around to this part of the episode i hope you enjoyed this episode and i hope you go back and check out the catalog for wonder soul uh other than that you guys enjoy the rest of your night your day whenever you're listening to this i hope everything's going good but until the next installment of our monster movie madness here during the spooky soul season here at Wonder Soul. Uh, you guys do good and take care. Thank you for listening to Wonder Soul. Connect with the podcast through social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Search Wonder Soul. If you enjoyed this episode, please share rate and review you can find us on youtube and twitch we appreciate your support wonder soul hopes you have yourself a good day